0: everybody, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Rising Tide Leadership Podcast. We've got a great show in store for you today, so we encourage you to download the show notes and follow along if you can. My name is Amber Jordan, and I am here with Dr. Michael David Morales, aka Mo. How's it going today, Mo?
1: Hey, what's going on, Amber? Uh, doing really well. I'm excited to talk about leadership like always, so let's do it.
0: Well, this week I saw a quote on Instagram, and I thought we'd start off with a little pop quiz. I want to see if I can give you a couple statements, and if you can finish them. How's that right. sound?
1: Okay. Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. All, All right. right.
0: Okay. So first one is teamwork makes the
1: the dream work.
0: Yes. Very good. I got it? Very Yeah, you got it. One point. One for okay. one. You, you
1: know me. I, I don't. I don't like to lose. I, I've got to. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sorry, I really here. should have thought about a prize, but I, you know, I think you just like to know <laughs> that you won. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, okay, number two, there is no "I" in team. Team, yes, yes. very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now this one might be a little trickier. Goonies never say.
1: Goonies never say die.
0: Goonies never say die. Yes. (laughs) Oh, I was, I was, I was getting nervous for you there for a second.
1: Uh, Hey, uh, one of the best movies of the eighties. Come on. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So I loved Goonies growing up, and. This week, when we knew that we were going to be talking about teamwork, I automatically think of The Goonies. Now, it's not a movie about an actual team, like a sports team, but if you've ever seen the movie, you know there's. it's about a neighborhood that is about to be foreclosed on, and there's some kids in the neighborhood, and some are friends and some aren't, but they all live in this neighborhood, and they have this shared obstacle that's coming against them and there's this part in the movie where they've you know they find a treasure map and they're in search of the treasure that's gonna save their families and save the neighborhood and there's this group of kids these kind of like uncommon unlikely to be friends kind of group but they're all in this together so they're in like this hole in the ground, this tunnel, and they're looking for the treasure and they're at this point where they're just like ready to give up. It's hard, it's challenging, it's wet, it's cold, it's scary, all of those things. And one of the characters, Andy, one of the girls, she has an option to get out, to give up and to quit. And then Mikey gives this famous speech that the Goonies never say die. That that we, the only chance we have is to do this together. And even though we aren't friends out in the real world, right here, right now, we need each other. And we're the only chance that we have to succeed. And so it's just this big moment. And then from then on, you know, they go and they find the ship and the treasure and, and all that stuff. And it's, you know, it's super, it's a super fun movie. But I think when we talk about teamwork, or, or having a support system, which is what we're going to be talking about today, is building your winning support system, that it's so important that we have those people, whether we think they're the people that we would end up having in our lives or not we have to have people that can be a support system to us or we can't expect that we're going to reach any sort of goals so that's what we're going to be talking about today and i'm really excited about that
1: yeah well you know and i'd like to say leadership really is all about teamwork right so before we even get into what what it is to have that support system. There's no uh, great leader in the world that uh, doesn't have a great team. And in fact, you said, you know, there's no I in team, Michael Jordan once famously said, yes, there's no I in team, but there is an I in win, which is funny because we talk about Michael Jordan all the time about being a great leader and he was. So to get the win, he needed the team. So he was right on both accounts, right? So if nobody's following you, then you're kind of just taking a walk, right? That You're not leading anybody. And so leaders, the whole idea of leadership is to not just put you in a position to win, but to put you in a position to add value to other people. So let me ask you this. Um, what are the goals that you have in life for those who are, are listening out there? If you can achieve your goals on your own, then I would say that you're thinking too small. I used to be um, a swim coach a long time ago and, and I still am today. And I, I think of when I was a swimmer myself, uh, I, I'm thinking, well, I'm all by myself. I'm in a lane. I'm kind of on my own, right? But no, there's a team involved. In fact, it, we like to say it's an individual sport that really relies on the team. And I remember seeing an Instagram post of the great uh, swimming coach, Bob Bowman. And a lot of people don't know his name, but you would recognize his name because he was the coach for the greatest Olympian in history, Michael Phelps. <laughs> and this Instagram post that he put out just not too long, well, it was probably a couple of years ago, but it was just a regular morning practice at Coach Bowman's uh, club. And it was a bunch of swimmers and they're all just kind of in the water. And you can tell they, they were a, a little bit older, so they probably had some accolades. And sure enough, there was numbers above all of the heads of these swimmers, of, of these guys and girls. And that was pretty much the numbers of all the medals that they had each individually gotten in the olympics and i'm thinking holy cow look at all those individual medals but together they're a team. And you might think, well, somebody like Michael Phelps probably always won, even in practice. No, that's not the case because he needed other people, the team to push him along. And so the question is, are you building a team? Are you willing to build a team to help one another, to push one another harder and to push you harder so that you all together can achieve the goals that you have both for yourself, your team and the organization.
0: You know, in the back of my mind, I had known that this was important, whether it it I had read it in a book or I had heard other people talk about having their support system. Like I knew it was important, but I never really put it into practice. So it was more like I thought, wow, that's a really good suggestion. Not like that's really necessary for me to be able to live out my potential and achieve my goals. And so Mo, We're gonna talk today about how leaders view their support system and how they can build a support system. So why don't you tell us what is the first um, way that leaders view their support system that we need to really understand today?
1: The first thing that leaders do is they are particular about their support system. You see, these support systems just can't happen. They need to be intentionally made. And it's it's not it's not an easy thing to do. In fact, um, the the support system that you are going to uh, make you've got to be very integral in that process and you've got to be very particular because the leadership journey has got a ton of stuff that's going on and sometimes you just don't feel like you have time to put time into any anything else or anybody else except for what you are doing at that very moment but i'm telling you that you need to make sure that you are picking the right friends because like my mom uh once uh, told me she said you know I'm the one who chooses your friends when you're growing up, when you're an adult, you can do whatever you want. Now that makes sense. Because a lot of my friends that, that I would hang hung out with, we'd probably have gotten in some, some really big trouble. And I, I was probably that friend that could have gotten people, you know, probably landed in jail or whatever uh, for <laughs> doing stupid things or riding our bikes or, 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 or just messing around when we shouldn't have been. So, you know, when we're growing up, we're not too, we're not too worried about uh, much else, except for hanging out with people that have the same likes, and dislikes as us, Uh, maybe a different uh, extracurricular activity. So if you play a sport or you you dance um, or you play an instrument, you're going to hang out with those people. But as we get more specific here on this podcast about the leadership journey, I remember when Kevin first told me, and it was actually when I was in high school, he told me that I really need to focus on the leadership part of my support system.
0: You know, uh, when... I was growing up, the kids that I hung out with were just the kids in the neighborhood, like the kids that you could walk or ride your bike to there, you know, because moms weren't really into planning play dates back in those days. And
1: so the,
0: (laughs) the selection process wasn't that challenging at that time. But as you get older, as you get into junior high and high school, you really understand that who you hang out with. Um, defines you. It becomes a part of, you know, how other people identify you. But then there comes a point where in adulthood, where we just kind of, I guess, stop thinking about that or stop thinking about it. It's important. We're busy with life and family and careers. And we just stop putting as much intentionality as the people we surround ourselves with until usually there's some sort of crisis or problem. And then then you hear people say, oh, it wasn't until this bad thing happened that I really found out who my support system was, you know, but what I realized and what we've been talking about in this leadership journey is how important it is to be proactive that, yeah, those things are going to happen. And, and yeah, it's always cool to find out that, you know, when things are rough, who kind of steps it up and is there for you. But what you helped instill in me was how important it is, how necessary it is, to put those people in place before you hit those kinds of things. Because one, they help you avoid them oftentimes, but two, two, you already know who's on your side, you already know who's on your team, and that's so important. So who should our listeners be looking for to be in their support system?
1: Well, I would tell our listeners this and and to always remember that you are the five people that you hang out with. Think about the five people in your life that you spend the most time with, whether it's at home or work or extracurricular activities or whatever it is. It's as simple as that. One of my financial mentors once uh, told me, he said, Mo, if you hang out with bank robbers, what do you think you're going to end up doing? (laughs) Well, I'm probably going to end up robbing a bank. That's why I don't hang out with bank robbers. And it really makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Because it's not necessarily anything more than just taking on the characteristics of the people that influence us. Remember leadership is influence and the people that we hang out with, they influence us that in some, in some form or another, they have leadership on us. Isn't that crazy? So you need to remember that if leadership is influence, that you need to be the kind of person that grabs onto other people that you want to influence you in a good way. So who are the people that you're allowing to have leadership influence in your life?
0: Well, break that down a little bit more for us because I know for me, and I'm guessing for some of our listeners, we're again, we're hearing what you're saying and we're thinking, okay, that's important. But again, it feels sometimes like an important suggestion. So help us understand why, why is it really that important that we're intentional about those people?
1: Yeah, it's really important because for instance, if you want to be rich, then you want to hang out with rich people. (laughs) If you want to be a good baseball player, then you want to hang out with people who love baseball and who are good at it and play it or whatever. If you want to be a great ballerina, then you have to hang out with others who share that enthusiasm. You are the five people that you hang around with, period. So again, leaders out there, who are the five people? Because That's the only question that, that, that I would have for you. In fact, Amber, I think I remember asking you that within the first couple of meetings that we had, because I knew if I asked you what people that you hung out with, what their likes and dislikes were, I would already kind of know what your likes and dislikes were. And so for those of us who aspire to be leaders I'm not necessarily saying that you, you can't hang out with uh, anybody else except for those you know five people but you need to make sure that the the influence that's coming into your life comes first and primarily from those people and if you want to influence other people then you need to choose to allow others to on a daily basis really you need to choose people who have a heart for leadership. Leaders are the people that you are hanging out with. Are they people who love leadership? Are they people who love adding value to others and putting time into others?
0: And when I really started to get serious about this support system was when I made the decision that I really wanted to grow as a leader, which is very different than just be a leader or have a position of leadership. But when I decided, no, I- I really want to grow at this. I really want to grow my leadership ability and my ability to be influential in a positive way to other people. Then I had to look at who are the people around me because there are people that are either, you know, everyone's influencing, like you said, that everyone's having an effect on us. So they're either people that are encouraging me towards growth or they're discouraging me towards growth or maybe even there's this might be the third category if they're just distracting <laughs> it's not it's <laughs> intentional you know but I when I got serious about this is what I'm going after growth and development then I had to look and say do I have the people in my life that support and encourage that growth and model what that yes. growth looks like and that was so important
1: And really, Amber, uh, just to kind of put a bow on this point right here, the bottom line is this. If you are the one who chooses the people that you hang out with, and you are, it's a choice, then it it doesn't matter if if you have, if you're going to put the blame on anybody else, you can't. Because if you want your results to be different, you got to do things different. And I would say a lot of times you need to start hanging out with people that can help you get those results. And Amber, you gotta do it today, right? I mean, the longer that you spend time with people who are not interested in the things that you are, in this case, leadership, it's going to be moving you away from your goals and it's going to be doing it really, really fast.
0: And it takes a lot of time and energy to kind of swim against the current too. So why not have those people in your life that just kind of help make the journey easier? Even that much easier, right? So, Mo, what is the next thing that leaders can do to build a winning support system?
1: To build a winning support system, leaders continually build their support system. It, it's never over. You, you've never arrived. You're never well. I'm there. I've got. I've got my my five people. Man, th- now I got the next forty years of my life to just bask in the sun, and, and I'm okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> what I mean is this: that you know. It, it, if you're if you're going to continually grow, then your support system has to grow. They have to grow with you because depending on where you are, your support system might end up changing. People will come in and, and they'll come out, and 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 so people just just because they're there today doesn't mean they're going to be there tomorrow. And that Amber doesn't mean that we we're not friends with somebody anymore. It's just uh, I decide who needs to be influencing me wherever I'm at in life. So I think. Uh, one of the biggest frustrations that leaders have when they talk to me, uh, when I talk to them and, and I'm helping them through this journey, is they don't think that they have the right people in their lives. Necessarily at this point, they're like, Mo, what you're talking about five people, I can't even name two people really that, I if you're talking about this whole leadership journey, man, I, I don't know anybody who cares about leadership the way that I do, and and I, I there, there's two answers. There's a short answer, um, which is, well, You better figure it out. (laughs) But then there's the long answer. And and, and the long answer is always a lot harder, of course, because it's going to take longer to get through that process.
0: Well, the long answer might be harder, but is it more helpful? Because you just gotta figure it out. (laughs) That's really frustrating. So how, help us understand, how do we know if we don't have the right people, how do we know how to find the right people?
1: Yeah. Well, I I think that to your, to your question, sometimes it's, it's pretty easy to find out these aren't the right people, man. I love these people in my life, but eh, they're probably not the right people, but now, now I need to find the right people. And I would say that what you want to do in your life is you want to, is you want to find who helps you within your life right now, find a winning support system. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be the actual influencers in your life, but you need to just start out, Amber, with one or two good people. Seriously, don't don't go for five. I always tell people, you know, I always talk about four or five people in your life and then well, then people start to, say, well, what about so-and-so? And what about so-and-so? And I said, well, let's not even get there. Let's start with one or two people. Because when you continually work towards that and you start reflecting on your life, you're going to learn what to do because you're going to find out that other people care about some of the things that you care about. So for me as a leader, uh, I'm always looking for people of influence, for instance. Like that's one of the metrics that, that I use. If I'm talking to somebody and I'm thinking this is a candidate for somebody who's going to be part of my support system, my winning support system, I they've got to they've love influencing people, adding value to others, because that's what I most care about. And just because I care about something different from somebody else doesn't mean that they're wrong or I'm wrong. It just means we, we could both be doing good things, but going in a different way. And so it doesn't matter how old or young those people are. For me, uh, in, in this case, I want people who want to make an impact on others.
0: Okay, those are good concepts. Those are good kind of guiding ideas. But we need some practical tips. So why don't you tell our listeners, like, how did you go about building the support system that you have?
1: Right. Well, you know, the, the, there is the short answer and, and the long answer in the short, <laughs> I know you hate when I do this, right. <laughs> yeah. But the short answer, Amber is, is I choose people in my support system. I choose who gets to be there. And my support system is, is composed of a lot of sub-support systems now, meaning I hang out with a bunch of leaders in different industries now. So I've got a ton of different uh, support systems and I have sub-support systems within those support systems. It's, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, uh, uh, and I'll give you this one. So I'm a swim coach, right, for for college students. And of course, you know, I'm gonna be a good coach to my, to my student athletes and I'm gonna help them and whatever they need, I'm gonna help them Get better at the fundamentals of swimming, but then there's a deeper level. I'm looking, and I don't find this every year, but I'm looking for the student athletes who want to influence others. And if I find those people, then I will decide, hey, maybe I want to put a little bit more time and help this person see if they want to influence others. And if they do, maybe they become part of that that system. And then. I kind of almost have them invite me into their support system. So it's kind of kind of a two way street, but whatever it is, Amber, I'm the one who chooses because I'm the leader. (laughs) I'm always looking, always looking to add to my support system.
0: Well, with all those different people in our lives, how how does somebody go about doing that? What if, what if somebody doesn't want you to be part of their support system or How do you handle if somebody really wants to be a part of your support system? How do do you navigate those conversations and relationships?
1: Yeah, I always extend an invitation and uh, people can either accept or, or they don't have to. And and I'm looking to add value to uh, you know to to my student athletes or to the parents with, within uh, my, my 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 club sports um, or to um, people that that I'm that I'm coaching uh, f- for business. You know I, I'm always inviting people to be a part of that because I want to be an influencer of people. And so, to answer your question directly, <laughs> I would say I'd say this: I spent years developing my initial support system and without even knowing it i've categorized those i'd categorized those people into three different groups and i recommend that our that our listeners do this amber the first group is the most important for most people right now which is your mentors and coaches these are the people who have done life they're the people that you want to be like and they're the ones that you should look to and say if i can be more like this person i'll become a better leader then there's a the second group, and those are your peers. And for your peers, these are the ones that are on the journey with you. And this is probably the most difficult category because your peers might not actually even be your age. Because when I was a youth pastor, um, when when I, when I was a young leader, uh, I, I was really kind of talking with other men and women who were, were a lot older than me. They were my peers at the time, it was really difficult, but I found them and I found maybe just a couple at that time. And then the third category is one that most of us probably don't even in the beginning need to be looking. And and those are your proteges. (laughs) Those are the people that that are looking at you saying, I wanna be like you. But for for our leaders out there, I I would say this, just know that your leadership is gonna grow, your influence is gonna grow, and people are gonna wanna take your advice more and more. And so you have to be ready to learn and grow because you have to have a reason for people to listen to your your great wisdom. <laughs> because usually at the beginning, we kind of screw some people up on the way because you know we're in this journey for the long haul. And so if you want to do this in the long haul, focus on the first two. Focus on your mentors, focus on your peers, and then people will start to come to you and they'll say, I really want your leadership. I want you to be a part of my, uh, my, my support system.
0: Well, and leaders, if you're listening out there and thinking, oh my goodness, he, he just gave me mentors and coaches, peers and protégés. Like, that seems like a lot of people. Now, we're not saying run out and have all of those people in place by the end of today. It's not It's not going to happen that way. But <laughs> these are the things to be, these are the people to be thinking about, to looking towards, to building toward relationship with. So it can feel overwhelming and it does take time, but... As you're as you're looking at it, and you're looking for these kinds of people, it begins to fall in place. I can attest in my own experience, it begins to fall in place a lot more naturally and a lot more quickly than you think it will. Because at first, I was overwhelmed. That that's just too many people. I don't know that many people. It's awkward to have a conversation with them. Like, hey, do you want to mentor me? All of that seemed new and weird and different. Um, and I just also want to say to our leader our listeners out there, don't be scared to ask somebody to come alongside you and mentor you as if maybe, oh well, I don't know what I'm doing yet, or I don't even have a leadership position yet. I you know, so why would I ask somebody to mentor and coach me? The people that you are looking to, As potential coaches and mentors, if they are the people that you think they might be, they're going to get this because they got to where they were by having people in their life. So don't be afraid to just reach out and ask and, and you'll find those people that are willing to invest in you. So Mo, what is the third and final action that leaders need to take to build their winning support system?
1: The third and final action is this, leaders add value to others through their support system. So the most important thing to remember is that the entire reason that you're a leader is to add value to other people. So you are choosing that support system. And I have a couple questions for you. And the first one is this, are the people that I'm adding to my support system, do they value, uh, do, do, do they add value to me? Because you need to make sure that you're very cognizant about who you choose into that support system because those people are going to influence you. And I know that seems, you know, uh, harsh that you want to kind of say yes to some people and no to some people, but you need to rely on the decisions of those people and they're going to make you better and you're going to make them better. So before you get there, you need to make sure that you have people in your life that are making you better, which leads me to my second question to you, which is this, am I adding value to the people who are on my support system? You see, if you can't answer in the affirmative to that question, then you need to, um, you need to get your priorities straight. You should always add value to all the people in your support system. Um, even your coaches and your mentors, I'm always looking to add value to the men and women who put time into me because I don't feel like I can bring very much to those relationships because they know so much and I'm just trying to learn from them, but I'm always trying to add value to them. And so leaders, You always need to be looking first to give value to others, because if you continually give to others, then you're going to inevitably get the things that you need from those relationships. You're you're going to get everything that you need. In fact, the the great Zig Ziglar once said this. He said, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get everything that you want. And so he actually says that in one of my favorite books. And uh, it's, it's our book recommendation of the day, I guess, which would be it's Zig Ziglar's on selling and if you look at that book and you read through it and you realize wow like zig ziglar says i'm a salesman but really i i'm i'm a person of relationships and aren't we all really just kind of just trying to to sell ourselves and our visions and our vision as leaders to other people Leaders add value to others, become a better person of influence, and you will create a winning, winning group of people that can really be there for the long haul.
0: Yeah, man, what would it be like if we all just went around trying to add value to each other instead of trying to take? I mean, that, wouldn't <laughs> really? our teams be so much more successful? But Mo, we'd love for you to leave us with a few final thoughts before we go. Yeah,
1: my, my closing thoughts would be this. You know, leaders, you need to surround yourself with people who are going to add success to each other and to uh, add success to uh, the the company and that they're going to add value and success to you personally, because that's an integral part of the puzzle for you. You cannot do it alone. Take other people with you, develop that system. And I'm telling you, it will make you a better leader and it will do it exponentially. It will change the way that you do things.
0: Well, thank you, Mo. That is a lot of food for thought for us today and some good action steps that we need to take. So thank you everybody for joining us again for this episode. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to the Rising Tide Leadership Podcast. Highlights and resource links are available for you in the show notes. We hope that you will join us next week as we continue on the leadership journey Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out and share with others so they don't miss out. See you next week.